The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Just like Sean McVay, we're not going anywhere. We're not leaving. Welcome into a late edition of Roll Call Friday for the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt, we are here. We're not getting fined. Nope. We're off and running. Chat, I can't begin to say how oh my gosh. thankful I am. Oh. Over 50 of you guys hung out. This show is two hours late. <laughs> you Unbelievable. You stayed chatting with each other. I'm getting text messages from people here in Vegas or in the chat going like, hey, man, you guys are getting roasted in the chat. I'm like, yeah, awesome. That's fine. <laughs> awesome. We deserve it. I deserve it. It's my fault. 100%. But I thank all of you for hanging with us instead of it's been 84 years <laughs> 84 years so kelly jen just said it's been 84 years man oh man they were waiting you're waiting for roll call friday we got a lot to get to on the show today, man. we to. got a lot you of got appointments later now so we pushed everything back so we're going to keep it tight we're going to keep it moving a lot of things to discuss thank every one of you for being here we'll just rattle them off quick addison vinnie konowinski eron sean Bon V, Betsmart, Tyler, Addison. I already said that. Brommel Camp's here. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get Brommel to Camp's, his, his, his Christmas present showed up yesterday. Thank you for that. Awesome. Coasters, Red Sox, old school logos. Looks phenomenal in my downstairs little man den that I got down here. Right, right, right. Appreciate awesome. that. Awesome. 100%. Let's sharpen the knives and let's open the drawer and let's bring out <laughs> the first topic of the day. We're hitting this one at the top. This is number one. This is the lead story of the day. Oh my God. Now we say don't bury the lead. Oh boy. Well, oh, we told you this back <sighs> when one Mr. James Krause showed up on the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani. And he said publicly, he made more money betting on fights as mm-hmm. a coach yes, than he did. did coaching. Oh boy. And people went, what? He just said that out loud. What? And he was like, yeah, I have what? a Discord channel. People pay me up to $2,000 a month to be a part of this Discord channel. Oh, boy. People started going, huh? Really? How is that okay? Oh, boy. And then a fight went sideways. And people started asking questions. And then Canada, two provinces in Canada said, you know what? We're not booking games anymore in MMA. Not until this thing gets sorted out. Mm-mm. Then we had the UFC and the Nevada State Athletic Commission all come in and ban James Krause from being involved in athletic adventures, in in, in, in adventures, adventures, games, fights, fights, not games. And then last night, Mm -hmm. big expose drops at about nine o'clock Pacific time, midnight Eastern, bam, hits the inbox. Here it is. James Krause. Three different writers worked on this story for ESPN. Yeah, Paula. 
DP. Suspended MMA coach James Krause worked mm. with offshore sportsbooks. Nice, nice headline there. Agent, nice agent, middleman. Yes. Whatever you want to call it, having mm. a sheet, whatever the terminology you want to drop with this guy had, dating back as far as 2019. Mm. He has mm. publicly acknowledged that he has been doing this. What year is it right now? 2022. That's 2023 now, just for the record. Oh, yeah, three. Sorry. We're in the new year. Sorry. Yes. Feels like 2022. That's fine. What is your take as somebody? I couldn't wait to get your take on this. I was like, I tweeted it last night. I go, I cannot wait to get Dave's take on this. Oh, my goodness. You worked offshore. So when someone says they're an agent, explain for the layman who might not understand what this means. What does it mean to work as an agent for an offshore book? They're guys getting guys to bet. They get a guy. Says, you know, hey, you bet? You want to bet? I got a place for you to bet. And you're the guy. You're the go-between. You're the guy. That's an agent. And But the I mean, agent gets, as what he said in the story, quote, whoever bets, I'll give you kickbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like an agent gets, you know, uh, X. Well, every deal is different. Right. You know, a percentage of the losses. Percentage of the losses, of, you know. Um Affiliates now, you know, in the states, they get an upfront fee. There's you can make arrangements to get an upfront fee. You know, guys get guys to get guys, and then they put guys in, and you all work under that umbrella, like you know. And then agents got to do a lot of the dirty work, or they got guys to go do the dirty work, pick up, drop off guys, all that other stuff. Who knows? Um, and the whole goal for the book is just to get more customers, get more volume, get more action. And they don't ask questions about what the agent does in a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Nobody asks, Hey, you, do you play sports professionally? Do you, <laughs> are you a Coach. trainer in, in the, in the UFC, you know, books they're just taking bets. Like it's, everybody's just a number on a screen. I mean, that's all it is now with the phones. There's no book in the faces. You don't get to know your customer. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to go through that KYC, know your customers. So it's so much now, you know, here because you need to know. Well, for years, I mean, you didn't need to know. Some places you still don't need to know. So, yeah, that whole thing went deep because then it talked about, and, you know, uh, you know, you'd asked me a little bit when we talked about it briefly last night was like, did you see the part about guys getting control of accounts to then? I mean, can you explain that so people will understand that? Well, look, you as Joe Smith are giving your giving your password and your username to James Krause or whomever, and he openly and actively asked for people to contact him on the Discord channel. He said it with Ariel Halani that I will take over people's accounts and I will bet for them because they're not limited where I am. Oh, it's a way of covering your tracks. It's a way of saying, hey, I'm not paying the taxes. You're paying the taxes, Mm. but I'll make you a lot of money. I'll make you look like a pro gambler. I'll make you look like you're a genius. Would it make you look like a gym teacher in New York for World Cup? Making a quite a large bet on a pretty big long shot. And then, I don't know, pretty large in-game bet too. Kind of a large in-game wager kind of came throwing through too, didn't oh. it? 
Hmm. Amazing how it all kind of comes back around, right? You're like, right, that guy who was talking to the media about how he placed this crazy bet on this crazy World Cup team. Oh, right. Yes. Wow. And he gets the glory. Just like the guy who put the Tiger Woods bet out. First bet ever. Tiger Woods, first tournament back, 2019. Let's bet on a long shot. Let's make a $700,000 bet. Oh, on Tiger Woods. And then take the praise and go, oh, it's my first ever bet. Your first ever bet was how much money on Tiger Woods? What? What? It's <laughs> oh, pretty strong. Okay. Pretty strong conviction there you got there, bud. Going to throw around that type of money from the Midwest. You know, those humble roots. <laughs> Deep pockets. Um, It was, it was, um. You know, and and I posted it on my Twitter, the you know, and I mean, I know DP, Dave mm-hmm. Purdom's, he's a genuine friend of mine. You know, we've talked about, we talked about way more about life and kids and coaching and all this other stuff than we ever really talk about gambling. But I mean, David and I spoke every day or not every day, every week during football season for two straight years. And, you know, I mean, we did the radio show while it was in the book. We get to know each other. And then the people that want to stay in your life or you want to stay in their life, you find a way to do it and you do. So I sent him a text first thing this morning and just was like, DP, great job with that story. And he's like, man, that was that one was that took a lot of time to, to put together. And I said and he said, you know, thanks for putting it out there again and Mm -hmm. whatever, bringing people to it. And I said do you think it's the only one? And he said, you already know the answer. We left it at that. It was, it was just one of those things. It was like, yeah, of course, but. Um, I mean, this is the, this is the tip of the iceberg. Okay. This is one fighter or one coach of a fighter. Yep. Cause Jeff Molina is on the Nevada state athletic commission's schedule this month for disciplinary action. So Nevada's not done with this story. Nevada's not done with this alleged fight fix. Okay. They're not going to let this go. They are digging deeper. They're going to put people under oath. They're going to do their investigation to find out how exactly this went down because Dana White, when he was asked about it point blank, he said, you know, what's 1243. These guys are going to fucking prison, not jail. They're going to prison. And if you want to go to prison, not jail, do this. Because I think what the FBI is uncovering, and I think what this story has uncovered is that this in the fight game has been going on for quite a while. And no one's been talking about this, whether it be boxing, whether it be MMA, because the number, the dollars, this is where if you are, I'm not a Jake Paul fan, but this is where the, the data, the stats are on his side when he starts to talk about the lack of pay for fighters in the UFC. Right. Because there are fighters who are making $5,000 to show and $5,000 to win or 10 and five or 20 and 20 or 10 and 10 and 20 and 20. So as a coach, if you have a fighter who's on a main card and this can happen, you make $10,000 to show 10 grand to win. You make $2,000 max from your fighter winning that fight. So you train them for months on end hours upon hours upon hours, because you think they might turn into the next McGregor or the next big thing. But on the way up, they're not making any money. So what do you do? You turn to alternative ways of making money. Right. And if you have inside knowledge of these fights, if you know someone's hurt, that's the whole thing. It was a previous injury that was undisclosed. Only certain people knew. 
And all of a sudden, big bets came in on one side. Fight ended in the first round, and red flags went up everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And we've seen this. I mean, again, I don't know how in the world the Aljamain Sterling fight against TJ Dillashaw wasn't flagged. I mean, he went mm. into the fight with a shoulder injury. The shoulder came out within 30 seconds of the fight. That was it. I mean, somebody knew. Somebody could have come in and drilled Aljo and just put a you know Brinks truck on Sterling. Yeah. I mean, that inside information, mm. that very select number of people is who's in the inner circle. So if your job is to acquire customers and go into a Discord channel and tell them what to bet, and he was charging up to $2,000 a month. Think about this, 2000 a month from people to be in this Discord channel, to right. be given the inside information. That's as it still has to win. Is. It still has to win. It doesn't. If a guy's hurt, he's going to lose. Most of the time. Most and, of the time. And if your coach and, knows that, it's just like Pete Rose. You never bet on the team to win. You bet on the team to lose. You, you have way more knowledge about what's going to happen in the loss than you do in the win. Oh, my guy's going to win guaranteed. It's the fight game. Gets clipped his chin. He's out. My guy can't stand up. He's got a busted knee. He's going to take one leg kick to the knee and his knee's going to explode. Right. Down he goes. Can't stand up. Game fight over. Boom. That's it. I got asked this that question knowledge. this morning with, um, with Keith Arizari mm-hmm. and Mark Malusis Moose on, on the other show um, on Better Sports Network. Moose just point blank asked me, is fighting fixed? Is UFC fixed? It's not fixed. But does it perception? Does the percept? How bad of a look is this for them? Horrific. How bad of a look for the industry, the sports betting industry is this? Not bad. No? No, not for sports betting. No. I mean, it's look, if you think that there's not things in the shadows going on, you're either woefully ignorant on purpose or you're not very smart or you're wearing these. Yeah. You like you're just, you're intentionally trying. We know what we, this is the thing. We know what betting is. Everyone's trying to homogenize this and clean this up and make this so nice. It's not nice. Okay. People who are attracted to this industry don't always come from the best backgrounds. Don't always come with the best intentions. Right. So like, if you don't think that boxing and MMA has had major problems, yeah, there's major problems, but our guy Murgis wanted me to ask you this question. Yep. Until this is investigated to the fullest end, until we get to the bottom of how James Krause was able to do this, should sportsbooks suspend taking bets on the UFC? Ooh. That's way above my pay grade, but I would say every individual book has to decide what they're going to book. Like, would it surprise me? I mean, places in Canada said we're not taking it no more. They're talking to they were talking about it down here. I mean, and then people were like, hold on. It's just one thing happening. It's not all of this going on. We'll take the bets, we'll monitor it. Well, you know, but I mean, they should be asking the books. There's 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 stuff people and all these things that are saying, oh, we're watching the activity. Well, by the time they get it, it's too late. The bets have already been taken. Like it's already going on. And what's going on that anybody can see, there's a probably a 10X to 100X that nobody can see. And not that that's, um, that needs to go away. That's just the reality of it. You know, I mean, I was in Curacao in 97. There were people doing it before me in places like 
I don't know, Antigua, Margarita, Venezuela. They had to go there because they were doing it here. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, worried about getting the doors kicked in or all this other stuff. But you think that stopped? Yeah. That's no. still going on. Well, look, I, I've said this to you, I think, on and off air. But I really I the, the federal government, they're going to make examples of people here. They're going <sighs> to. And James Krause is probably going to get made an example of. Yeah. And. I mean, he was making, according to his latest, you know, tax return, he was making about one hundred and forty-four thousand dollars a year, way more than most of his fighters. But right. Brandon Brandon Moreno is his fighter, and that's a, a really high-level fighter in the UFC. Former belt belt holder and a guy who's got a big fan base in Mexico and a lot of people. I mean, that guy is an international star, and he was making a lot of money off of him, and now he cannot. I mean, Moreno had to go and change everything and it changes camp coaches, everything because James Krause, nobody tied to James Krause is allowed to fight in the UFC. UFC is just like we're done. Is that the guy that went in the discord and made his pitch for how good James Krause was at this? No, like, that's Molina. That's the guy that's who's going to okay. be on the docket. The next time the Nevada state athletic commission meets in January, he's on the docket to be scrutinized <laughs> to say it's under David Payne Purdom tweeted this yesterday. It's actually under uh, for essentially punishment. Like he's not there just to be talked about. He's there for potential punishment to for a disciplinary action is the is the wording. Yeah. So, I mean, that ain't uh, going to be fun. January 17th next week, Nevada State Athletic Commission meeting includes hearing on extension of temporary suspension for mixed martial artist Jeffrey Molina for possible action. Is that an open thing? Like, yes. is that open to the public? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, I'm not a lawyer. Um, you're not a lawyer, despite the fact that I call you counselor sometimes. <laughs> counselor Parole, but we should go. I would love to sit there and listen to the questions and hear the answers myself. I really would. We're going to have to put that. I'm going to put that on the calendar. We may have to. I don't want to delay the show. But you guys, you understand now, we are flying. We're driving the plane. Me, P. Ralt, and Farah literally are in a little three-man plane. I don't like small planes. <laughs> but we're flying right now. There's going to be days we're like this. There's going to be days we're like this. So if we have to delay this to go hear this hearing and start a little bit later, we'll let you know ahead of time. Today was a, an unusual circumstance, but it's already the best thing about today, which we'll get to at the end of the show, what, what, where I went today, the meeting I had. But this is everyone in the industry is watching this, are they not? 100%. Everyone in sports uh, is watching this. No? I, I think if you're in a a power position in sports, you're watching this, but I don't think, I don't think the guy picking up the newspaper this morning on his way to work is talking about this. It's not a lead story. If they're a gambler. Yeah. But I don't think this is not a lead story on sports center. This is not, this is one of those stories that will get bigger and bigger and bigger as they dig. And as more and more stories like this comes out and Hey, Mm. James Krause was working Okay, so the, just to put it in layman's terms, just so you guys understand, James Krause's job was to get you to bet. When you lost, James Krause benefited. When you lost, 
And the more people he brought in to the book, he got customer based and then the losing, he got a percentage of what was losing. He was an right, agent right, for a right. sports book. There were kickbacks being given because he said to other right. people, Hey, you find your group of 20 guys. I'll give you a kickback because I'm going to get a kickback for the losses. So that is what really is being looked at from the wire acts perspective and from a gaming perspective. Oh yeah. I mean, there's just a million things that are being scrutinized that if you're not in the industry, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think this story, this story is much bigger to us who understand that this is the tip of the iceberg. Right. How deep does this go? How right. many people are in these arrangements? How many coaches are doing things in the UFC? And that's why Merges asked you, look, until they figure out how deep is the rot, <laughs> don't you have to go ahead and put the tourniquet on the wound and stop the blood flow? Do you figure out what else is going on? I mean, the, the whole body is rotten. <sighs> pretty big deal. And now I'm, Jimmy, I'm with you. Jimmy uh, Jack with 4Ks yep. just said, this can only happen in MMA, boxing, or tennis where it's an individual sport. Why not golf? Golf's an individual sport. And, I mean, Roger just said it can be to Roger Long. Uh, he said it can be refs, Jimmy Jack. This is, I mean, these are the conversations that I think are going to result from this. Like, well, wait, if he can do this and he's a trainer, who else can do this? Who else can be an agent and tell people what to bet? And if it wins, the people pay him two dimes a month to be on the Discord. And if it loses, he gets something on the back end for the losses. Like, what kind of arrangement is this? Very good for James Krause. <laughs> it sounds like it's a win-win for him. He can't lose. Well, I think I think it's just going to now, and I say this all the time, like in casual conversations as well as all the stuff that's going on, like everybody wanted this. We pushed for legislation to make all this legal and bring it to light. You have to understand when you turn the lights on and you see all the the termites or whatever start to run now or the crickets right. or wherever, like you, there's everybody scatter for, you know, wherever they're going, you're going to uncover some things. This is not going away. This is going to set precedent going forward. Remember when we talked a while ago about judge Landis and we mm -hmm. said when baseball had this problem, yep, they had to go and create this independent office to punish the black Sox. Gamblers went to jail and the Black Sox were banished. Yeah. Dana White's got a lot of power. And I really wonder if this continues to go down this rabbit hole. He may, because if you remember, he had to bring in USADA and Jeffrey Nowitzki in the wake of the Barry Bonds investigation. He had to bring them in because of the, the, the number of athletes using PEDs. It was getting dangerous. These guys were getting bigger, stronger, faster, and they were right. cheating the system over and over again. And we were finding out about athletes who were cheating and getting busted after the fact, consistently getting busted after the fact, John Jones. And so the UFC went, all right, we got to figure out a way to make this not be a big question. So they brought in Davitsky and they brought in USADA and they came up with this plan. And now literally fighters get knocked on doors, knocked on at 6 a.m., no matter where they are in the world, if they're in the testing protocol, they are have to make themselves available. They miss a test, they're suspended. I think Dana White's going to have to do a gambling version of that. I think he's going to have to figure out a way to get to get an investigative body, an, an investigative wing, somebody whose job it is, is to, I mean, forget outsourcing it to some integrity company. He's going to have to have something that he, you know, supposedly Nowitzki cannot be questioned by Dana. 
Like he's on his own island to go ahead and do whatever he wants with whatever fighter to uncover any impropriety, testing, positive tests, false negatives, all the stuff that may go into testing. Where did they, where did it come from? What did they ingest? When did they ingest it? I think for gambling, I think the UFC, they're taking DraftKings money now. I think you're going to see a czar of gambling integrity or something to come to the UFC soon. It should have already been done. <laughs> Fair. Right? Like it should have been like they should have been asking all these questions of people. I think every sport needs it though. I think baseball percent needs it. I think they have to have their own investigative bodies where they're gonna go in and have conversations and, and look around because look, you've said this before. Like at the end of the day, it's still about the games. We like to bet on it, but if the games are fucked, then it's over. It's over. It, it's it's over. It's Party's over. over. Clean up shop, we're done. We're gonna go do something else. Like it's- it can't happen. You can't get it to the point where people believe like it's one thing to say the referees are bad or the referees are on the take or whatever. And they can make speculation. But like if it starts to come out that like it's widespread, it's a house of cards. It's it's if you start to hear references like it's like wrestling, it's scripted, it's fixed. I just I can't stand it because it takes away from the sports. Like there's just times one team is bad. That's favored and they lose. That's fine. That happens. That's. And when you gamble on it, you accept it. Mm-hmm. You see it and you go, Ugh. but when you see this stuff and then you go, wait a second, a guy's getting it on the front of it, he's getting it on the back and it's, that's a free roll. That's the term you, you, mm. you're, you know, can't lose. I mean, you can't lose in that situation. You make a little, you make a lot, you make whatever. And then the motivation, they came in when they made it legal, passed by passed, and started with this integrity fees. The league's mind was in the right place. You can't have the games be in question as far as integrity. Because then if there is, people go, well, fuck it. I'll watch the game. I'm not going to bet on it. Then what do you have? So... And a lot of times people will watch the game because they can bet on it, which helps ratings, values of franchises. Everything goes up if more people are watching it. Contracts go up. Guys like Carlos Correa, despite having something wrong with his leg, can go and try to get 13-year contracts for $380 million. Like None of that exists if nobody believes what they're watching on the field. Go back to baseball, like you said, with the PEDs. For a while, everybody was like, yeah, it is what it is. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, now they have to take a step back. And next year, you know, this season, in a month, by the way, pitchers and catchers report, I can't wait. Um, they're going to do away with the shift. They're going to do away. They have to change the game because pitch clock, all kinds of stuff are going to happen because people are losing interest in the game. I just think that, that, <laughs> and we've talked about this too. Being bedfellows with the gambling, putting books in arenas, being official betting partners with teams, all of this stuff. Get your house in order. You can't have this going on. Mm-mm. It's dangerous. It's dangerous yeah. on, a, on a lot of levels. It's an iceberg. It's, there's a lot of ice under that water. You don't <laughs> want that Titanic to go ahead and rip a hole in the hull, and all of a sudden we start seeing, you know, Jack in the water, and the guy's playing on the deck. 
we got to be careful with this. This is dangerous for everyone in sports. Forget about sports gambling. This is dangerous for sports. And that's why I think the leagues do take it seriously. I think the, I do think James Krause will get the book thrown at him. And I do think there's going to be others. There's going to be major gambling rings arrested in with perp walked coming. They're going to start to do it to show everybody. If you do this, this is what happens to you. Jay Galper said it's been going on since 1919 and shoeless Joe Jackson, unfortunately, Roger Long said none of the big sports would exist without gambling. I don't agree with that. Roger, I don't. I think sports would exist, but sports got more popular because of the gambling. And there's a certain people that only pay attention to sports because they can gamble on it. But I don't. I don't think it would exist. Let me ask you this. Let me ask and throw one more in here because it's too good and it'll disappear from the chat. Jimmy Jack with the 4K said, "If cornhole is fixed, my life is over." Jimmy, oh my but here's my question ultimately if we go all the way back to athens you go back to why sports began right right it's i'm stronger than you right i'm okay. faster bigger i i can beat you up right that's ultimately what, what we in athens they did human beings learn competition right but what came right after that was the idea of i bet he can beat you Right. It came right. It came very close. So I get the point of like, it's the beginning of time. Yeah. Human beings generally part of our brain is wired in a certain way to say my guy's better than your guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet you you're wrong. And that word bet wherever it came from and created, we had this inclination to sit, to put like my, you know, I'm going to put my dinner that I just killed the elk or whatever up against your, whatever you just killed. Right. And you come up with some, some arrangement, right? It's, okay. it's in our DNA to do this. Like Dana White always says that fighting is in our DNA. He's right. Okay. It is. Right. But so is betting. Betting is in our DNA, DNA as well. It's just part of what a human being is. I'm almost attracted to it, but it is part of what we do because we make a bet every day. We make wagers in our minds all the time. We bet on who we marry. We bet on where we send our kids to school. We bet on all these. We, I mean, they're all different types of bets. We're betting that we're going to be making the right decision. Okay. So we're, so we're wired for gambling, for betting all the time. If somebody is fucking us and somebody is making it wrong, if someone's, if the, if we're making a decision that is the person that we're making it with already knows we're going to lose people are, we're, we're not capable to handle that. Like we lose our minds. We get furiously mad when we are taken to the cleaners by people and if James Krause runs into the people who are paying him $2,000 a month and he was getting kickbacks off their losses, that's not good for James Krause. It's not people good for are, anybody. People are going to be real mad about that. People get real angry and then they go click and they go find something else to watch. Right. I'm going to go watch a more pure sport. I'm going to watch a sport that doesn't have the same nonsense going on. And that for the UFC, for the NFL, for the NHL, for everybody who is now doing this. You said it yesterday. Massachusetts is starting to put the screws on the marketing and starting mm-hmm. to say, guys, you can't do what you're doing anymore. It's not working. And other states might follow. Or if you're going to do it, you better do your due diligence on whoever you're doing it with or whoever's doing your marketing. Because if you don't, these are what the guidelines are. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you find yourself with nefarious people, people that are doing anything that can be misconstrued or proven as to not what we want you to do it with, 
we're taking your license. It's not them. It's you. So you do the work. You find out who you have as an ambassador, as a person trying to gain business for your book. You better do the work. Better do the work. You better get, better be careful. It's a, it's, we're going to follow it. We'll, we'll watch this story as, as it unfolds and see where it goes. And we'll be close with David, David Pernum as he stays on the top of this topic. I'll be very curious on the 17th as to what happens with Melina and what gets said in that hearing as to what James Cross was doing. We might learn more about what they were up to as we go forward. All right. Tonight in yes. San Antonio, Texas. Yes, sir. The, the Warriors and the Spurs will set the record for the most attendance at an NBA right. game. In NBA history. Yes. From a betting perspective, how tough is this to make a line? Um, it's really, I think it's more affects the total than anything. It's 243 and a half. Yeah. It's does I mean, no one watch the NCAA tournament? Is this the highest? This might be the highest pregame total of the season. I'd have I mean, to go back and look. I mean, this is high. Know. Yeah. Who is Dalton Varsho, by the way? I have to find out who Dalton Varsho is. Sports Avenger just came in a chat and said, I look like Dalton Varsho. It's up to nine, P. Ralt. I don't know. 244 in what, places. What, what am I missing? So um, if you if you watch the NCAA tournament and when they play in domes, the sight lines create a really awful shooting background. I know it's Steph Curry. I know it's the Warriors. Right. But are they thinking because it's going to be played in front of 60,000 people, they put a show on. So they're going to go even more crazy. I I don't understand one. The Warriors are the worst team on the road in the, in the NBA, the entire and, NBA, the, and the Spurs record on the road of all the teams in the league. And the Spurs are red hot against the number. Now they're not a good basketball team. No, but again, but against the number, they're a team that you're making money on going ahead. I mean, right now they're eight and two against the number over the last ten games, five and zero, oh, and they're twelve five and zero oh over the last five, and they're twelve and nine at home. ATS. Now it's not at home; it's in the Alamo Dome. But wouldn't you think that most people going to the game are going to be Spurs fans? You got a football crowd going to a basketball game. I would think so. I mean. What's the biggest venue you've ever been in for a basketball game? Carrier Dome. Oh, you Seriously. saw a game there? Multiple, yeah. Okay. But they Can cut it in half. The court? No, but they cut it in half. The Carrier Dome doesn't have the whole thing. Carrier Dome pushes it over to one side. They put oh, a sh- okay. They put, a, they put a thing down. So, like, in terms of, like, the biggest, uh, I would say uh, the Superdome in New Orleans. Oh, you saw a basketball game in there? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Is, 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 is the is it? You know? I mean, like there ain't many seats that I can actually see. No, I was court. I was pressed, so I was on I was on press row. So like, oh, I'm, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. I covered college basketball for 15 years. I right. never sat anywhere and but on the press on press row. So, yeah. but yes, uh, you would go up, and I I one year I did one game. I'd go up and look and see how far away it was. It was stupid. It was like you can't <laughs> see anything. It's a tiny little basketball. It's like it's, it's like something on a watch screen. The game watch. on the board, right? You watch the game on well, the board. At the time, this was this is I'm old. I'm 45. There were times where there weren't gigantic like Jerry Jones type type boards, so we didn't have the same type of like yeah. There was board that there were video screens, but they were like posted stamps themselves. There would be no desire for me to go to this game tonight if I was in San Antonio. I Agreed. wouldn't want to go. 
I would, I'd like to watch. There are courtside seats. There are seats that they're putting bleachers around it. So they're trying to make it so you can actually see the game. And for the, I mean, if you're a Spurs season ticket holder and you spent a lot of money and this is the Warriors, you know, take two trips a year to San Antonio. And one of the times you get to see Steph Curry and you're like, you know, five or six rows from the court normally. And all of a sudden you're not, (laughs) you're in a cavernous, huge Alamo dome. They're trying to make sure those people don't get too angry. Oh man. I think the Spurs are covering this number. Yeah, that's the only way I would bet it. I mean, pregame, you can't lay with the team with the worst record on the road. They're going to play a special game in the Alamo Dome, and you're going to lay almost 10 points. That seems crazy to me, but four and 15 ATS, the Spurs on the road. Yeah. The, what am I missing? No, the, the Warriors on the road. Sorry, Warriors. Excuse me, sorry, yeah. Warriors on the road. Right. Thank you. Four and 15 on the Warriors on the road. Connor Winsky in the chat again, as always. Thank you, sir. He said he went to the Jerry Dome open and saw Texas play North Carolina. The court was raised at least three feet. They have to raise the court, right? It was more than that. Yeah, it was really high. It was, they built, they built, that was, that was actually because. I remember that because the, the dome, the, um, Jerry Jones, the, the, the huge screen wasn't that far. Like normally it's a, it's a huge cause you can barely punt off of it, but it was really, it was, it was down low. They lowered it as well on that. Wow. So yeah, race courts. I hate, I mean, you ever run on a race court? Uh, no, it's awful. You feel like, I think you feel like your knees are going to buckle all the time. Yeah. Like there's so Not many fun. things that are just, this is so different than anything anyone ever does. And my first inclination would be, we let's, let's, let's need the under. Right. Over. Like, I mean, Let's just put up 242, go off market a little bit. Let's take a couple ladders up and see what happens. That's what I would do. But again, yeah. you know, I'm out of the game, I, but uh, that's, it's, it's crazy. Will you watch this game tonight? I'll peek. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious. I'll peek at it. I'll, peek yeah. at it. I'll, I'll see what yeah. it looks like. I think it would be kind of cool to see what the layout is. And I want to, cause in the NCAA tournament, we always say this, the first round games tend to go under. Because these kids are playing in domes and they're not used to it. Now I get it. Steph Curry is not a freshman in college, but still the sight lines are totally different. You're not playing in an NBA arena. You're playing in a dome. So maybe the Spurs struggle. I I don't know. I'm curious. I'm absolutely curious. I mean, Doug McDermott, I watched the Spurs game anyway, because of Doug. So I tend to peak once, you know, every, when the Spurs are playing, I'm always keeping an eye on it. So tonight I'm definitely keeping an eye on it. I want to see what he does and see how the team does, but the shooting is going to be really interesting. I, I don't understand this. 440 That's, Eastern, 740 or 740 Eastern, 440 Pacific. It's at the AT&T Center. Is that what Alamo Dome Alamo is called now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. ATT is based in San Antonio. Okay. That's uh it's gonna be fun to watch. I but again, as far as a betting thing, uh there's no way I would lay the points. I I, I don't care who's playing. I mean, I guess obviously everybody's playing for Golden State. But, standing room only tickets. To be sold today, they're expecting sixty-eight thousand people. That will break the that will break the NBA regular season record measured by tickets sold to from sixty-two thousand when Michael Jordan played the Hawks in the Georgia Dome in nineteen ninety-eight. The biggest crowd in league history was one hundred eight thousand at the two thousand ten All Star Game at Jerry's World. Wow. So excluding the all-star game, Friday's matchup will only be the fourth NBA game to ever exceed 50,000. Wow. (laughs) So, I mean, 
Roger Long just came in to chat with a good memory. 1984 NBA All-Star game. It was at the Colts RCA Dome. And I remember seeing that. One of my things that I did with my mom every year was watch the NBA All-Star game. I have no idea why. She didn't even really like sports. Hmm. But it was always in February. It was always cold outside. And it was on. And that's when the dunk contest was really getting going and stuff. So it was just a thing. Like, I all watched it every year. So she watched it with me. I remember watching that in that dome going, this is crazy. How can anybody see anything? There's going to be 68,000 people there in standing room only. And ain't nobody going to be able to see the court except the people that sit with the haughty toddies like you courtside and press row. And 150,000 people will say they were there. That's the funny oh, part, right? Oh, yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah. I, I hope we get a good game and not a blowout. That would be terrible. Well, the Spurs, I mean, look, the Spurs should win the game. If if, if we hold to form, the Warriors are going to stink tonight and the Spurs are going to win. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's a lot of energy for the home team in there. It's going to be a very different environment. Like, okay, NBA Arena, 20,000 people. There's going to be three to four, three and a half times that many people cheering against the Warriors tonight. It's a hostile environment. <laughs> They're going to eat that up, though. Fair. They will. Steph, you know, just like Chef B does in his, his adult league basketball game, he's probably going to shoot. Telling, telling 68,000 to shut up. <laughs> He'll be fired up. Draymond will probably be out of control. That's I the mean, theory, right? That's where the line, I think that's why the line's going in nine. That's the only way I can justify the line move, but. Right. Give me the Spurs. I plus the points. Warriors win. Spurs cover on, on on this. I think I think it could be a good game down the end. No Joker tonight. Number is flying. Clippers at home laying four and a half to the Nuggets. Can you bet on Denver without? Like, he almost Joker? had a triple double last game. Like what? What are we doing? He ain't playing. Nope. It's just just a night off. Like Friday, I'm good. Casual do you, Friday. Do you know? I saw this today. They call him the Big Honey. The Big Honey. Like H O N E Y or like H U N Y? No, like the color, like because he because he's he's a white guy, so he's he's smooth I love and the <laughs> he's smooth and sweet like honey. Oh, so oh they call the, they call give the me more honey. of that! I, I love just, that. I just saw that. I go wait. They call Jokic the big honey. I was like, that's new. <laughs> that, give me that. I love that. <laughs> like, all right. Oh yeah, give me some of that. Oh, four and a half. You want some of that at four and a half? No, I don't want nothing to do with the Nuggets if he ain't playing. No. Uh-uh. But I mean, do you lay it with the Clippers? Who's playing for them? Is is is, is, oh, is our guy playing? Kawhi playing? PG playing? Kawhi. Yeah. I think oh. we're okay. I think I think huh. we got a fully loaded team for the Clippers. Let me just <laughs> Zach Jahad, is honey a color? Honey is a color <laughs> question. I guess it is. Uh, no, George Paul George is out. Kawhi is playing. Oh, okay. All right. No George Kawhi's in. Man, oh man. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't want ESPN's mad. ESPN's mad. This is a, what, this is what supposed doing? to be a Friday night. It's supposed to be a Friday night right? game standalone. Jokic on, in LA. Man. The Joker, you know, taking on the Clippers. Great. Maybe, maybe a Western Conference final preview. NBA had one. And then he's like, yeah, I'm not playing. I'm good. The grid loves the commercials. They they put the, they did another commercial with us doing it. Ooh. They got me in the headband. Oh, they like the oh, headband stuff. They love the headband. Wow. Yeah. They said I look like uh, Varshow or something. No, Mike I, Bibby is is definitely. I see is, that in this Mike Bibby. 
Um, Fibby's it. That that's that's it. I see that entirely. I'm like okay, Elmer yep, Fudd it. in Space Jam. Somebody Elmer. Google that. Wow, that is unbelievable. It's Elmer Fudd in Space Jam. There's a picture <laughs> that you Elmer volunteered that. That's amazing. <laughs> Someone yes, watching now, it on I, now I can't unsee that. You can't unsee it. It's Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Elmer Fudd. There you oh go. God. That's for the <laughs> that's chat. Unbelievable. We're gonna have yeah. to fair. That's a goal for next time. We have yeah. to pull that picture and put that on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> the, the side yeah. by side shot will be, will be so good. Yeah. Mike, you also get to work. Yes. Yeah. Please do. Although your head, your face on Mike Bibby's body was pretty good. God, that was great work. That was pretty good on Twitter. That's all I lost. Damn time. it. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Niners Seahawks total is 42 and a half. Going to football now. We're in football yes. mode. We're, going for We're done with the basketball. Done with the basketball. Basketball okay. tonight is a bunch of caca, as you would say. I know there's a lot of games, but there's not a lot of quality games. No, it's not really fun. To, a lot big of big spreads. spreads. Yeah, no, thank you. I Although the Knicks on the road minus four at Washington is interesting. I mean, Pelicans are laying six on the road. I wouldn't touch that. Right. Knicks laying four and a half on the road wouldn't touch that. There's a lot of road favorites in the NBA, which I would fade. Yeah, where's the rabbit, Curtis T? I see you working. There's no rabbit. I'm pulling no rabbit out of a hat right here. I ain't got There's it. No rabbit. All right, Mister Under. Yes. Niners Seahawks. Yes. Under. You like the under in the game? Yeah, I do. You? Wow. Why you don't? I don't know. Twenty-seven thirteen. I can't get the number out of my head. Twenty-seven thirteen. It's right up against it. One more field goal, you lose. Numbers are good. Numbers are going to be around the numbers. This was the week. We go in the book, going into Saturday, going just one game, beat the teasers. This is the game where the teasers they kill you. You know, well, I pet. I am petrified to tease this game up or down. Good, that's at least I got, one. I got Good. six and a half, and I I'm just. I got the CLV on it and I just might, I don't know what I'm doing. I probably will in game, see if I can get a larger middle in game with it, but I'm, I don't know. I'm concerned. Uh, I just, that's good. You're supposed to get that little pit in your stomach. When we're in a book, we're like, good. Think about spider senses. I mean, because it won't move. It's nine and a half. I, I just did, did. This is like I think, like I, I have like a bad dream, like a bookmaker sitting there going like this. Come on, <laughs> just come on, come, the on, come on. Either side, you, you, you can tease it down. Oh, you man. can tease it. Go ahead, tease it, tease it down. Come on, do it. Yeah. All you tease it down. Divisional opponent. You know, season on the line. A lot Playoff of people game. following us. They must have word got out in the Discord or something. People was a lot of people watching right now. Guys, one word: Niners or Seahawks. Plus the minus the points. Who do you got? That's What's what number? we can do right what now. Number, what number? Nine and playing? a half. Well, just the picks, most of the, just the picks guys have got six and a half. Good for them. That's I went not ahead the and current s- line on Friday. <laughs> roll call Friday. The Just line saying. is nine and a half. All right. Yeah. Just need one word. 49ers, Seahawks. I want to see them flow. Who they're coming with. Who do you think they're coming with? They're coming Niners. with the Niners. There's no debating on that. They're coming Tread with the Niners. Junk first one, Seahawks. Plus nine and a half. That's the rules. I said to I know, put. I know. I'm just, I'm just asking the same. He said Seahawks. There's Kiefer. Kiefer Angles. Oh, man. So Cal is, is, is laying out. We do need a guy. 
clip out. Well, I mean, there's a seven point teaser. Oh, bam, okay. Bam, 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 bam. Niners, Niners laying it, laying it. Oh, oh. All right. Well, here's my question. Okay. Here's my question to you on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me this question because I did the money line to, I have a two unit money line parlay. We talked about yesterday with bills, yeah. Niners, Bengals. I laid minus 160. Would okay. you feel comfortable doing a 10 point teaser? Ties lose. I gotta check gotta the house rules. The house rules. I, I, I lose. That's it. no good, son. I haven't looked at it, but it's nine and a half. But you have the Bills game becomes the worry because it's of minus one twenty. It's minus one twenty on that. So you'd be teasing the Bills down to t- to three and a half. If the ties lose. Well, it's, well th- it's 13 and a half. It is painted 13 and a half right now. Okay, so it's down. Holy to, uh, crap, Westgate went to 14. They can't get a Dolphins bet for God's sake. <laughs> so I went, that's what, I mean, so uh, it ties losing on a 10-point teaser, Jimmy Jack says on most books. I but Someone said, right. why Why wouldn't you do a 10-point teaser, a three-leg 10-point teaser? So you take 10 and a half, take nine and a half down to a half a point, half a point, and then it's the Bills game. And I went, well, my only concern with that, it's minus 120, so it is less juice than what I'm paying, but it, it's that shock factor with the Bills. They win by three, you lose. Where if you just bet money line, you could have won. Right. That's my, I mean, it's, it's a decent thought. If one, your book has to offer a 10 point teaser. Okay. Not all books will. And not all books are going to offer minus 120 on a 10 point teaser. Three leg ten point teaser. That's pretty standard. I mean, that we were doing that in back in late nineties down in Curacao. We, that was one twenty was the price for a ten point teaser. We did it where one push all push. Yeah, they morphed oh, into no, lost. Yeah, if, one push if, you lose. Now it's one push you lose. You lose guys lose. So you have to read that rules and and know that ahead of time. I'd rather do the money line. I don't. I, I, what if that game falls three? And the other two win by 20. You're right. sick to your stomach. 100%. So that's my point why I just did money line. I laid the juice and said, fine, I'll pay the extra, knowing that I'm going to do one of the two things with the Bengals and the Ravens. I'm going to wait to watch and see what the Bengals and the Ravens game goes to. And if this thing continues to run, I'll take the Ravens. If it comes back down, I'll take Ravens money line. Either I'll win three or more units. Oh no, I'll win a bet two. I'll win either. Yeah, I'll win one unit either way. Right. So I'll be guaranteed to win a unit. Mikey Awesome said in the Discord, the Elmer Fudd meme is already posted. He's already done it. That's phenomenal. This is fantastic. I can't wait to see it. I'm actually going to get in there and look at that. He just sent it to me. Oh, he just did. Is it good? It's good, isn't it? It's pretty damn good. Look at that. I'm taking it to the hole, baby. It's Elmer Fudd. In your face. Oh, that's really good. See, Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, man, you're phenomenal. You really Amazing. are. You really, you really are great. Are you concerned? You know, I got some friends that watch the show from all over the world. They like to, they love the nicknames when I call you counselor. They love when I, you're a meteorologist. Mm-hmm. The guy says, ask the meteorologist about the weather in San, in Francisco. San Francisco. Apparently, it's going to be bad. Good. Rain. Good. Terrible. Good. That's that's rain is in the forecast. Yep. Not terrible. 60 degrees. Good. 57. But wet and nasty. 20 mile per hour winds is legitimate though. That's legit. Yeah. That's, that's like, okay. 
I'll go with the under. I can subscribe to the under, but the bad weather favors the team that runs the ball, which and is the Niners. The Niners. So, yeah. Worse the weather, the worse it is for Geno and company. They got to be able to use DK. Their only real mismatch is DK Metcalf. They got to use, they got to be able to use him. Uh, but look at Gino's there are certain teams we, we pressure. We have talked about this a lot about teams that I suck at. Okay. <laughs> Seattle's in that category this year. I spent all oh. summer calling them the Sea Sucks. Remember? True. I spent yes. all summer. I spent all I mean, them being in the sea. Yeah, them some boys in the, in the playoffs, chat did that too. Sea Sucks. That was their nickname. Yeah. That's right. So the them being in the playoffs is the biggest, like, meh to me. Like, you know, I was way wrong on Seattle. So me laying at six and a half. That's the only thing that makes me going to go. Maybe I want to be on both sides of seven and I'll right. just see if it falls seven and I can be okay. I mean, I think uh, it's a blowout. Our man in AC Atlantic city, DJ hooks just yes. came in and said Seahawks plus the nine and the hook okay. and money line sprinkled go against Purdy rookie QB. Is that a concern for you? hundred percent. But the beautiful thing about Brock Purdy, he's not asked to do very much. Correct. He's a distributor. He's a point guard. <laughs> he's just here, 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 here. He's not, they're not going to ask him to sit back and, you know, go through his progressions and one, two, three, find open receiver. Like, no, that's not what Brock Purdy does. You know, it's find Debo, find McCaffrey, find Kittle, one read out, one read out. Like, don't do too much. You know who who's the best friend for a rookie quarterback? The running game? Tight end. Oh, Safety well, yeah. blanket. We had but I think McCaffrey we had Stucky come on on Monday, right? And nail yes. every Bowers prop with the tight end. Again, I was on with Irizarry and Moose this morning, and Irizarry's best play for this game in the weekend was the Kittle props. Over yardage, over receptions. It's a little scary. The number ain't even high, P. Rawl. It's not even high. He can do it probably with two receptions, one decent long one, and then another one, and boom. It's, what is it, 42, 43 and a half, somewhere around that number? Yardage? Hold on. I'm going to tell you. Um, let's see. Um, I'm trying to find fantasy points allowed to tight ends this year. Seattle's the, one of the worst in the league. Um, one of the worst in the league. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They are the worst in the league. Hello. They are the worst. They've given up 187 fantasy points. They gave up 1,115 yards to tight ends this year. They gave up eight receiving touchdowns this year. Okay. Tight ends were targeted 126 times in 17 games. The average points per game for tight ends, if you're playing fantasy, were be let they averaged 11 points per game. That ain't too tight good. Ends, wow, tight ends averaged a half a touchdown every game, and they averaged 65.6 uh, yards per game. So the, the Seahawks are the worst in the league against tight ends yardage, not the worst giving up tight giving up touchdowns. But on average, they're one of the worst because the, the worst were the Cardinals. They gave up 0.7 touchdowns per game. Uh -huh. But in number in 0.6 were the Patriots were 0.6, but 0.5, Seattle. 
So Kittle over yardage, Kittle over receptions. Alex Kittle L any, said Kittle first touchdown. I mean, you could you could front load touchdown. it, splatter yeah. it, all those terms we use. I mean, you could take a shot and you're going to get pretty good prices because not bad. It's a good good, good call by Keith. Yep, that's, that, yeah, that, that, I appreciate that's it. A good, Telling, that's a good telling call. Me that. I, Keith, yep. I said you know, a lot of times he goes, he goes, I don't want to. He said this before. I didn't say it this morning when we did the show, but he's like, I don't want to steal your bet it or book it segment. But here's my don't prop. Steal. What do you think? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. That's that's a good you made a good case. Let's go. As I, as I always say to everybody, whoever talks about this, if you're adding to the opportunities and you're pointing something out, come on in, <laughs> like share the wealth. Like Don't hold it to yourself. Right. Let's broadcast this. Let's right. talk about this. If you found right. something that makes a lot of sense, let's play it out. And it plays out now. You gotta play the game. It could all right. be, be dead wrong. Kid right. twist his ankle in the second play of the game and we're dead. But. There's no guarantees and there's yeah. definitely no locks. You're never going to be a locksmith. I'm never going to be a locksmith. Don't say never, but I don't want to go to school and be a locksmith. I don't want to. I don't. I, I got guys no, that will open locks. I don't need that. Yes. What's so next? the Chargers and the Jags. Yes. The, the total hasn't moved. Has not. 47 and a half. Yep. On two teams that really trend to the under. Yep. It's Friday. Yep. They're waiting. Where's, where's the Friday line movement? Not happening yet. This is why very. Not? This is a new season. Playoffs are a new season. Ain't okay, nobody but, showing their hand. But this until, game kicks in in twenty eight hours. It'll move down the tomorrow. Move? It's coming in tomorrow. the morning. It's coming tomorrow. Actually, you know when it's coming? When? Right before the kick of the Seattle San Francisco game. Now, why is that? <laughs> because they know you're distracted. And did you see how many college basketball games there are tomorrow? Uh-huh. It's a Saturday in, in January, of course. It's the hardest days in the book is Saturdays in January because of so many college basketball games. It's the hardest days in the book, the hardest days to work. Forget all the college football Saturdays. Forget all the NFL Sundays. The hardest days in the book are when there's 138 games. And – about 110 of them are teams that nobody knows shit about. It's hard managing those numbers. There's a lot of, you want to talk about, you're going down the toilet paper roll and you can get <laughs> all the Charmin soft numbers you want, picking them apart. So tomorrow you'll see the wait right before kick when they're in the midst of all the college basketball. Boom. Somebody comes in. Limit play under. Limit play under. Who's coming on this? Move it. 47. 46 and a half, 46. It's coming back now. Just, I mean, and again, I could be wrong, but I feel like that's where it's. Oh, coming. well, all the numbers. I mean, you can make a case to say I'm going to fade it, but all the numbers are directly to the under. I mean, you got to, you got to explain yourself to me at least as to why you like the over, right? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, Jacksonville's defense. Oh, the Chargers, Justin Herbert. Okay, I guess. Chargers are seven, two, and one over the last 10 to the under, five, three, and one on the road to the under. Jacksonville, five and two to the under at home. Okay. Sound like me, under. You think? And, you know, no real weather concerns at the moment to speak of, but uh, on th that's going to be my play. And that my will be the under. That's all I, I can't. Right. I asked, I asked a question. I don't know why it got so, so much attention, but I asked a question on Twitter. I said, am I wrong to say the chargers roll the Jags? Now I did it for a couple of reasons. One, I was leaning that way, but two, I wanted to see what the response was, right? It's all over the board. 
I mean, like literally all over the board. We'll do it again right now. We got a lot of people in the chat. I need LAC or JAX. Those are the three digit, three letter codes. What you got? 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 Tell them. Tell them, Farah. Put it in the thing. Straight up. I don't need no points. I need the winner of this game. What do you think, people? What do you think we're going to see more of? LAC or JAX? LAC. Yeah, I, probably I mean, at about. A, I'm thinking Chargers. I'm I'm with Matt on this. I think Chargers are going to smash them. So, Farrah, why do you think Chargers? <laughs> I mean, Herbert. In, come on, ten seconds. Uh, uh, <laughs> Herbert. Ten seconds. Period. Herbert. Period. Uh, yeah, him and Keenan Allen. They've been clicking, man. Like uh, Eckler. Mike like, Williams is out. Just FYI. FYI. Mike Williams has a broken back. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. Why was he playing in a game? But the, but, but the yeah. Jags QB, I mean, he's going to play, but he's, quote, questionable with a toe issue. I don't know. I just think I just think momentum, whatever, Chargers are going to smash him. Yeah, so the, this Look thing, that. this is great. LAX, LAC. It's LAC, guys, not LAX. That's LAX the airport. Is the airport. <laughs> LA Damn it, Addison. Don't hit LAX. That's lax. But it's it's, it's, it's just fun. Laxatives. I mean, maybe. But, the you know, it's funny. So the... the this thing, you know, I don't know, how, I don't know how many people have responded to all this. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. But I mean, the the, the number of, of things, it's funny. It's like, nope. Well, I asked this. Am I wrong to think the Chargers roll the Jags? Uh-huh. Nope. I would agree. And they beat the Chiefs next week. Not Whoa. sure about Whoa. that. The, Whoa. Yeah, the, the cover may be. Slightly different Chargers teams since the last time they played. No Mike Williams, not a good start. Lopsetting coaching advantage for the Jags. Chargers rarely roll anybody. They probably make it harder than it is. Um, let's see. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm with you, Matt. Yeah. I went to the East and Jacksonville's grinding out the game. Uh, I think the Jags will make it competitive. If not win the game outright chargers, great ATS 11, four and one and good on the road as well. Chargers have gotten the short end of the stick over the last couple of years. I expect them to write the ship this week and blow them out. West coast team traveling to the East coast. Jags have mm. momentum. Mm. will be closer than people think. Mm. I think it should be a great game. Herbert gets his first win in the postseason. Mm. Is, Bosa, is Bosa's groin okay? Don't know. Very Jags roll the Chargers oh, all the way around. I agree. Chargers win by three or more. The Lions showed how you can do it. Uh, I don't trust Staley. I'm leaning that way, but I'm not, so, I'm not sure. I mean, it's just wild. I mean, it's just all over the board. No one knows what to make of this game. It's going to be really Nobody interesting. Nobody knows. No, they're all I, confused. This is this along with the Cowboy game to me is the the hardest games of the week. Um, the battle of the hair. The ultimate decider for me is Dougie P. Give me Peterson in this spot. He's going to put him in a position and their offense in a position to not make mistakes. The mistake is going to decide this. This is not a shootout, 31-27 and flying over. I don't, I don't so. think so. I think it's like 21-20. I think it's First tight. Team to 20 wins. First team to 20 wins. 24-21. Yeah, playoff so game. 47 I mean, and a half. I can't believe First it. playoff start for these guys, what tends to happen, their butts go real tight. I think, I think you're going to see a lot of nerves out there for both teams and both quarterbacks. I think you're going to see super ultra conservative first half under. If you guys are looking for something, I think the first quarter is a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of um, running the ball and just getting field position. I think both of these guys are going to play it tight to the vest 
First half to total just... is 23 and a half, juice to the over. Under. 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 We're good needing three, under. Three under. touchdowns and a field goal? Wow, that seems like a lot of scoring. Certainly does. It'll probably be 24-21 in the first half after all this discussion. But <laughs> I, I like the under. First half game. You'd be like, oh, yeah, we thought we had that. No, yeah. no, we, right. we, did not, we did not have that. Uh, okay, Bengals. Okay. Sorry, the, the, the Bills are minus 1,000 on the money line now. Okay. Kind of consensus. Yep. Can Miami do this? Can they shock the world? Man, they're shocking everybody if they do, right? Uh, is this game? I mean, do we even watch this game? Like this is oh. being this is being booked like this is not even a competitive game. Like, no. Um, everyone, everyone's coming in and they're just saying there's no way at home the Bills are losing. Yeah. What if what if Demar Hamlin's on the sidelines? What if he shows up? Jeez, I just got choked up thinking about it. What am I going to I mean, I'm watching it just to see that 10 o'clock on Saturday, Sunday morning. I'm not Are saying it's nuts? going to be. I'm just saying he's home. So, like, he might be able to be taken to the stadium. Like, you get a, you know, escort and bring him in and he gets to wave to the crowd. Be ridiculous. Oh, what a wave of emotion that would be. Good luck, Miami. Miami. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 0 and 9. They're 0 and 9 in their last nine oh. games with the air temperatures oh. below 40 degrees. Man. Wow. Sports, bro. That yeah. if that happens, they ain't Good got luck. no shot. I don't I I I'm not gonna even make an argument. I, I don't think the Dolphins have a prayer in hell. I think their team total under is a good bet. We yeah. talked about that on the Iowa radio show. That if you guys are listening tonight, it'll be on uh KGYM and all that stuff. That's how are they going to score? How are they going to they're score? Not, they're not going to. Yeah, I, I agree. They're going to get, you know, break coverage and get one long play. Okay. But I mean, how are they going to sustain a 10 play drive? Not going I, to. They scored six points at home against the Jets. This is on the road against the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, they actually they scored 11. Oh, that yeah, safety. Sorry, that's right. The defense got that one yeah. at the end. That was very important. Safety. 11, 11, 6, 11, 6 final. Uh, Bengals, nine and a half. Total is 40 and a half. Can you mm. be talked into a same game teaser? Which way? Take the Bengals down to three and a half. Take the total up to 46 and a half and bet under. I like the under part. What if it falls three? Then I'm going to be losing. Correct. That's why that nine and a half number hasn't moved. Can we take the Ravens up? Seven point. You want to do a seven point teaser? You can do a seven point teaser and pay more juice, but and get it under the field goal. Two and a half. It's gonna be expensive. I don't mind that. Sometimes the number's worth the price. Forty seven and a half under, minus two and a half Bengals. What's the fun industry terms? A lot of a lot of the content creators are using is the juice worth the squeeze. That's a good movie that's been completely bastardized by the content space. What a great movie, man. I could watch Girl Next Door. I could watch that every day. It's a fun, it's an awesome, like rainy day couch movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, that's where that line's from. It's a juice worth Girl Next Door. Wait, who was in it? I don't remember who was in it. Um, Oh, you're going to make me. Sorry, put it in the chat. Girl Next Door. Who was in it? You're Googling it right now? All right, yeah. you find it. Dude, come on. Miami backdoor cover PB said. Hi, PB. Happy birthday um, to Mrs. PB, too. Hopefully, Mrs. PB's enjoying Alicia the Alicia Cuthbert today. is. The oh, oh, Cuthbert. Cuthbert. 
Cuthbert, Cuthbert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tomato, tomato. But that movie, you just put it in there. Kid's name is Matthew. It's phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Did you just say tomato, tomato? Yeah, because Cuthbert, Cuthbert, whatever. You know, cake, pie, or tart? According to a a, a, a chef, it's a tart. <laughs> our boy, our boy J. Dobbets went to it on Instagram and asked a, <laughs> and asked a chef. Did he? Yeah, he sent me the sent me the screenshot. What did asked, the chef say? A tart? It's a tart. Yep. She goes, it's neither. Son but- of a. He said, can you do me a favor? Can you can you say what it is? Is it cheesecake, a tart? Is it a, a, a cake, a tart, or a pie? And she said, well, really, it's neither of the three, but the closest it would be is a tart. Man, I gave him kids at Dutch Brothers a thing in the in the cake part. It's a tart? No, she said it's neither. It's not all, it's all three negative, but she said if it's closest to a tart. All three negative? Then what is it? I don't know. Damn it. All right, back to the back to the I, rundown. I, I, I do you like the same game teaser in this game? I'm thinking about it, but I'm already committed, you know, to the to a lot with this game. But I can't. What see the is the apprehension that I'm feeling about this game is going to be closer than a lot of people think? Why do I think Baltimore has because a shot? you've grown up watching this division and you yes. know that a double digit spread. Who's the quarterback? It's stupid. The game would have been closer. We're talking about yesterday, that strip sack fumble at the end of the first half, there were really some unpredictable points scored by the Bengals right. in that game. And it was still close in the fourth quarter. I don't feel like as confident in the Bengals as I did last year going. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Collins being out of that offensive line is a big damn deal. It's gonna, right. And they don't put gonna, teams away. They should have yeah. put that game away against the Patriots. I can't get it out of my head. They were up 22 to nothing. Foot off the and gas. there was no pedal to put them away. There's, they've left teams hanging around, hanging around in these games. And I just feel like that Baltimore knows it so well. I feel like they're going to hang around in the game. I still like Cincy to win. Mm. And I'm, you know, we told people yesterday. Three. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you like Cincy to win, Sunday, and you think they can win the next game in Buffalo, you got to bet them to either win the AFC or win the Super Bowl because the price right. is cut in half, boom, immediately if they win on Sunday. Hmm. Three rumors that I want to run by you. Oh, boy. I was I told saw this on the list. What the hell? Three rumors. Go. Yeah, this is great. This is a reputable source. This is not me, you know. This is a reputable source, sir. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, um, just throwing things to the wall. Okay. Not pontificating. Yes. Here is the interesting thing that happened this morning with one of the rumors. I was told last night that Tom Brady and Sean Payton to the New Orleans Saints is a very real possibility. And then this morning, this morning, the Saints come out and say, Nope, Allen's coming back. Okay. I don't know if I buy either one. I don't know if I buy Peyton going back or if I buy that Allen's going to be the coach, but the saints clearly thought they needed to make a com- make a comment publicly saying Dennis Allen is returning. Mickey Loomis, the GM went to the media today in their last press conference and said, yes, Dennis Allen is our coach next year. Who was that for this rumor? It's a P-A-Y-T-O-N. I didn't spell that. Don't come after me. That's not my misspelling. Okay, that's Peyton Manning. That's Peyton. Sean Peyton is P-A-Y-T-O-N. 
<laughs> just FYI. Hey, you you actually spelled it correct, and the auto I know, and the and the auto correct like gave me the little red line. So oh, I, can I, I make the can, can, can I, that cover I me too? It. Can I say auto correct? <laughs> auto correct. Yes. Got everybody. It gets yes. me all the time. I send a text, or hey. do a tweet, and it puts it. I was like, wait a second, I didn't auto, say auto, that. Autocorrect knows Sean knows knows Peyton Manning. That's pretty good. If your name is autocorrected that way, good for Peyton yeah. Manning. He's a good. Um, so if it's if if Sean Payton goes to, do you see Brady playing here? Because it's either right now it's Dolphins Saints are the two teams mostly tied to, to Brady. That's surprising to me. The Saints in the division, easy path, quick move. Oh, it's the ultimate fu, baby. Yep. Let's go up to the Saints. Let's go play in New Orleans. Drew will be hanging But isn't around. the Dolphins the same thing? The Dolphins is the same type of FU. Oh, the Dolphins is the old school FU. We're going to the AFC East neighborhood. We're <laughs> getting them all one more time, boys. See Bill twice. We're just, we're just doing it. And it's good. I got all the Dolphin gear. I love the color. I got the throwback Marino. I'll Look be out. ready to go. Rumor two. Um, go. Rodgers will go to either Tennessee or Vegas. Come on, bro. So in case you go Tennessee, Aaron Rodgers owns a very large piece of land. He does. Outside of Nashville. Yes, he does. And he has said he wants to retire there. Like country music? He's turned into that guy, I guess. He wants to retire in the hills of Tennessee. So he could just start the retirement tour, go there now. Who they ain't got throwing? no wide receivers, man. <laughs> Who are you throwing to? I have absolutely no idea. But maybe you, you can somebody DeAndre Hopkins. D Hop? Just saying he's available. Man. I mean, everything's set up here. Just come up here. Well, that's the other. So the part two is that, and we know this, Devontae Adams is trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Devontae, call him up. Let's go. By the way, if you have not seen the interview that Adams did with that like 10-year-old little boy. Oh my I don't watch it yet. I got a bookmark. Oh, it watch it. It's yeah, yeah. The kid is like, find the name, know the name, remember the name. The kid's going to yeah. be, it's unbelievable. Even Adams is like, kids rattling off stats, like boom, boom, boom. Like it's, right? <laughs> kid's unbelievable. It's a really cool video. Um, That's good. I, I don't know. I think Adams is going to have a big say in this. It's just a question of does Rogers want to play for Josh McDaniels? It's a good question. He so knows he wouldn't know. mind playing for Vrabel, right? Yeah, definitely. We'll all play for Vrabel. So the Vrabel, the coaching edge is there in Tennessee. The place is in Tennessee. The, the defense edge is in Tennessee. The defense for sure. The division. But, but the division, you, the, Quick path to success is to win the AFC South. That's it's a lot. That's po- a lot. Of, there's a lot of benefits to the Titans over the over the Raiders. Man, oh, is he definitely not going? In your opinion, going back to Green Bay? Is he not going to be there? That's gone. it. Done. Gone. Yes. Gone. And the fallout of Rodgers to Tennessee mm-hmm. would mean Jimmy Garoppolo to Vegas. Oh, hell no. For real? Yep. The Jimmy G would be the pick for the... Jimmy G would reunite with Josh here. Damn. Oh, 
I'm not a fan of that one. Are you a fan nope. of that one? Like if nope. I'm a Raider fan, which I'm not, I'm 100% not a horse guy if it and means, not a Raider though, fan. But if it means that Josh Jacobs is coming back, you could sell it, I think. Oh. Well, I would. I mean, if Josh Jacobs would come back, that that tilts the scale, I mean, way more in the offense for Rodgers. But Jimmy G is going to go where he's going to play. He will start. And, Jimmy G would right. start here. He'd be the starting quarterback. In Josh's system, which is the dink and dunk, quick screen, Patriot system. He knows it. Would you bet them to make the playoffs if Jimmy G's the starter next the beginning of next season? I'm not betting them to make the playoffs with you or Brady or anybody else unless they address the defense in a massive way. Right. I mean, I need – look, I thought Chandler Jones would be way more effective. He wasn't all that effective. Right. Max Crosby needs help in a big way. Their right. linebackers are awful. Their safeties are clueless. Their corners can't cover anybody. Like they are – they have messed up the draft so often. First-round safety, not on the team anymore. Two first-round quarterbacks, not on the team anymore. I mean, their talent evaluation has been horrific. So they need, unless they address that defense, I'm not sure it matters who plays quarterback. I'm not buying. <laughs> not buying Jimmy G. I think they got. I think they're going. I think they got to go for it. I think they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna. They can settle for Jimmy G. I don't think. I think he's going further east. I think Jimmy G is going back east. To who? Got a feeling he's made for New York. Oh, boy. Soleil is there. Sawa. Soleil? Who is Soleil? (laughs) I just like to say it wrong so it can light me up. Soleil? What the? I mean, I think there's there's something there. And then, like, come here, don't mess up. He got to come here. He's going to have to make plays. And all of a sudden, I think you're going to have to ask him to do a little bit more. Yeah. Get the ball to Devontae. Get the ball out. It's very similar. I mean, the offense here in Vegas can be very similar to the offense in San Francisco when healthy. So they shut down Waller and they shut down Renfro for a month. Whitrock just came in and said the QB shuffle this offseason is a sports talk show guy's dream. Yes. So many stories. It's going to be fun, isn't it? And as I told you yesterday, now, by the way, Anthony Richardson's being talked about as a first round pick quarterback out of Florida. Five first round pick quarterbacks. Potentially. All these agents are just pushing this nonsense. He's a first round draft choice. Athletically, they say he is. I don't know. To play quarterback. I'm not a talent eval, but that's what the. Scouts are saying that look out for Anthony Richardson. And by the way, CJ Stroud might not come out. That's the other little curve. Run it back. If Ohio, Ohio State can State? think of much how much money Ohio State could pay him. If Ohio State said we'll pay you five million dollars, I'm saying guaranteed money, five mil right now. Because next year's draft staying. is not that good for the quarterback spot. This is a crowded quarterback draft. I, I'm, we're staying in Columbus, son. Let's go. You win That's a national championship. You win a national championship at Ohio State because Harrison can't come out. So Marvin Harrison's junior is not eligible. So you'd have him. Oh, Stroud and him can run it back. That's a lot. I mean, five million dollars is a lot of money. 
There's no cap on this. That's the thing. People don't realize there's no cap on the NIL deals. We need an NIL deal. Yes. There's no cap on a name and likeness contract. You can spend as much as you want on a player. So all that money in Columbus, Ohio, pour it into a fund. Here you go. (laughs) I just saw on the bottom line that Andrew McCutcheon's returning to the Pirates. Oh, neat. Excited. Homecoming. Come home, Andrew. Yeah, it would have been great. That's awesome. Seven years ago, but okay. That's okay. Listen, this is what the Pirates do sometimes. They sign guys towards the end. Or, you know, but tickets. Let's go. That'll that might that might sell a couple. I mean the ticket sales. That's great. How many games are they gonna win? 40? 45? 50? Don't don't start making season win numbers. All right. It's 62 and a half. It's the same number every Every damn year. year. It's amazing. 62 and a half. And Pittsburgh fans still go to the games. Not so much. Not the, they used to. But if they win, when they win, I'm telling you, I'm going to be at the World Series every game when they go. Um, over under a number of hip replacements you've had by the time that happens. It's not nice. My hips are fine. That's <laughs> bullshit. Did you just say that? Two. That's okay. Double knee. <laughs> Might have to do something with the ankle at some point. I don't know. The knees are okay right now, but I'm walking two to three miles every day. So we're just trying to get back in pace, and these are fine. Everything's working. All right, time for a new segment, boys and girls. Hit it. This Bang. is called the Wager Wire Market Reports. So this? before we bring it up, let me tell you about our friends at Wager Wire, who we are very happy to be a part of the brigade and very happy to bring them aboard. These guys Maybe. are doing something pretty cool. Yeah. WagerWire empowers you to take control of your action, view your bets as a portfolio of assets that can be bought and sold at any time. Betters will soon be able to trade their bets through both the WagerWire mobile app and within partner sportsbook apps via an integrated technology solution, which is game-changing. You can jump in and out of futures all season, cash in on parlay before they bust, and trade game lines up to the buzzer seamlessly sync all your favorite sports books to track the real-time value of your bets stack rewards and play with celebrity or, or your friends if you are interested viewers should join in on one of the fastest growing communities in sports betting at wagerwire on twitter go to wagerwire.com enter your email for updates and early access to the app when it launches soon so what we are going to do with this is we're going to identify certain picks and plays every week that either someone needs advice or it's got a big payout potential. You can actually, we'll start doing this. If you guys in the brigade have questions, have tickets, you want to go ahead and ask questions. Hey, Dave, I've got this ticket. What yeah. would you do if you were me? You can be a part of the wager wire market report each and every week here on BVB. Email the show, ask the BVB at gmail.com, right? They can yep. send those videos in and all those different things. This is perfect. Okay, so Matt from WagerWire is our first example of this. Matt from WagerWire. All right, perfect. Put a $55 bet down on Jokic, sorry, Jokovic to win Wimbledon at minus 155. Okay. On Argentina to win the World Cup, which they've already done. And he has the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl. Oh, my. So two of the, the Djokovic already won. Two of the three have cashed. Argentina's already won. 
So he's riding the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so right now he and has a cash, out, a, cash out, uh, a cash out option of $912.26. Oh, man. Or he can let it ride for, for $6,400.46 payout. Okay. For $6,446 payout. Okay. So first of all, you ain't taking that cash out. Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know how bad you need the money, but that ain't enough. The ticket's okay. worth right now a three-game parlay to get to the Super Bowl. Right? They got to win three games. Well, here's the question. This is what's cool. He has made this bet twice. He made it at points bet and at FanDuel. Oh, okay. And he has a potential payout right now. This would pay out at 20000 in total across both bets. So right now, according, they have a bet value calculator on their app based mm-hmm. on payouts and current odds. Okay. Points bet is only offering 50 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. FanDuel is offering 70 cents on the dollar. Got to give FanDuel credit in that regard. They seem to have the highest cash out. They they give you the highest value. Um, I've just, and again, we don't have the cash out as an option here in Nevada, but I understand yep. how it works and I've seen the technology. Right. And those percentages can be set to whatever they want. Like, you know, so you get people that are giving you a fair shake. It's just like taking something into a uh, resale shop or a pawn shop. Some will offer you more for the same exact item. So it's the same exact item, different prices. That's good. Um, I mean, They're have mad. you ever had got I mean, he, a, a this big amount of money? I have not, not in two bets going into one. Right. But the, I mean, the frustration that they've got is that the payouts are so different for both right. books. That's right. the frustration that they're saying. It's why we're highlighting it, saying, wait right. a minute, why are the payouts so different? Prices different are different, books? right? Slightly, yeah, not dramatically. Yeah. And the prices are, um, if the prices, I mean, the price, it, the, the payout reflects the prices. The payout does not reflect the cash out offer. That's, yes. that's something totally different. Um, and they can shut it off too. The, the other issue with what I have with cash out features is they can shut it off. They, they yes. can just they can decide when they want to do yes. it and do they want to do yes. it and like oh I, we we don't want to do it now we're not we're, we're shutting it off yeah it's like wait what you're shutting it off wow GC syrup just said that he's cashing that he thinks the bills are winning the Super Bowl what do you mean he's taking the cash out or he's no, letting it ride he said he's cashing that meaning oh. he's letting this ride if it's his he's letting it ride because the bills are going to win the Super Bowl can't hate on it I mean you ain't doing nothing this week they're not losing to the Dolphins no. I mean, you you got to wait obviously till you get to the AFC Championship game, and what's the pay? Because after every win, doesn't this bet payout get higher, cash out get higher? Yes. So you so, get I mean, more and more. You know, what's the money line right now on the Dolphins? Like you could bet a hundred dollars. I mean, you have uh, how much invested? So the money 55. line right now. Okay, so the money line is seven to one in places, six fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ten dollars to win. You could bet, yeah, cover your bet. Yeah, you could bet ten dollars to cover your bet. Yeah. It's not you know, about you idea. don't have to invest much. I mean, you could bet a hundred dollars, right, and get seven fifty and hope it loses because you're now in for a hundred. Okay, so and you have options. I, 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 this is interesting. So this is we're going to get tickets like this every single week. Where mm-hmm. more options or different things, mm-hmm. questions about what to do, how to awesome. use wager wire, what to do with your parlay betting if you have them. They'll find ones that are posted to their to their app, or people can submit to us, and we'll kind of try to find our way through this. But right. we'll, we'll do the market report. And, and I mean, I think most people right now, if you were sitting on a plus six fifty bet to for the Bills to win the Super Bowl, that's a pretty good price, is it not? Hell yeah! 
So, I mean, this is, this is a good, a good example of, you know, what people have been doing with championships and it's a 11,621 to one, you know, situation. Right. All right. that. So it's, it's not bad. So wager wire on Twitter. They have a lot of fun on Twitter, by the way, if you guys don't follow them, it, it'd be awesome with the brigade to go there and follow them and, and let them know that we appreciate their support, but they awesome. do a lot of, they do a lot of cool questions. You, you'll find some, like for instance, the cheesecake question, wager wire should steal that and do, and do the cheesecake question. They really should at wager wire on Twitter to God, see what they use my picture. If you want I got all this media request to use my picture, that was pretty wild. Um, I can put the options. I mean, you can put the options. It's, it's good stuff. I mean, I think, you know, I'm looking forward to just learning more about what they're doing. You mm-hmm. know, we've talked to them off the air. Um, you know, they're going to do some, something here in Vegas and, you know, we're going to party at circuit coming up soon. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be able to, to meet with them in person. I've met the boys before looking forward to, you know, being around and mm. seeing what they bring to the table. Good stuff there. Yeah. So every week we do the wager wire, wager wire market report at wager wire on Twitter to go follow them. Nice. All right. A couple of quick ones and then we'll get to yep. better to book it. Yep. Liv Dunn. We've talked about her before. She's yep. the female gymnast at LSU who has okay. huge name image and likeness deals. She's making a ton of money. Oh yeah. 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 She now has groupies, legitimate people who are showing up at her events okay. to only cheer for her. But okay. she's a team athlete. She's with LSU's women's gymnastics team. So when they're going, they went to Utah. They were here on the West Coast. They were in Utah. Okay. And she had hundreds of guys in the stands holding up gigantic signs. And when she wasn't performing, they were essentially booing the other athletes to get lived on back onto the apparatus, whatever it might be, floor exercise, parallel, bar, you know, uneven bars or whatever. Sounds she uncomfortable. Had to, she had to go out after the game, after the, after the meet and tweet out like, look, you can't do this, guys. Like, you can't come here. You have to cheer for everybody. You can't do this. You know, these are all issues. So my question to you, I bring this up only for one reason, one reason only. <sighs> Do, are we going to have, we already have the haves and the have nots in terms of like what athletes are, but this seems like a coaching nightmare. This seems like an absolute coaching nightmare. If I'm the coach of women's gymnastics at LSU, I have a security detail now because I have a beetle on my team that I got to try to keep her in the whole team concept. That's hard enough. Trying to keep the peace went through this many times with the kids and all the girls on the team. Mm. Social media is tough. And if somebody's getting something from, if they're not the best player on the team, it causes strife on the team, right? She's one of, but she's different. She's there because of her looks, not her athletic ability. Whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. it's hard to keep the peace in the team environment. It's hard to not be a distraction. How do you get them to come to practice and work hard when they're already making a couple million? I mean, there's a lot of things that all this stuff is going to sport like this too, right? A sport that doesn't have the pros. There's no pro gymnastics league. You're going to go to, you no. might go to the Olympics, but you, you, you don't, you don't you're go to make college more athletics. money from this than you are at Olympics. Most hundred percent. Right? Well, even in the Olympics, you don't go to division one. If you're, if you're not, if you're at a D one school for gymnastics, you're not an Olympian. 
Like you're already at the Olympic training facility. By the time you get to 18, 19 years of age, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to the Olympics. That may change. That may start to morph back, but yes, for all this time up to this point, yes, there've been pulling kids out of cities and putting them in these Olympic training centers at 12. So they right. can compete at 15, 16, and again at 20 or 21. Right. So, so uh, she's not going to the Olympics and she's, she has Abercrombie. She's got some other, uh, other clothing brand that she represents. She's, I mean, she's the face of like three companies right now. Right. She's their, she, she's their marketing person. It's crazy. So I, I feel bad. I mean, I, we I have really a couple of directors of security for the BVB who are interested <laughs> in applying for the job. Stevie Mac, Mikey Awesome, Maddie Gates, OT Records. Uh, how big Sonic is. Maybe he'll do it too. I don't all right. Know. Quickly to yep. hockey. Hey, let's go. The Kraken did it. They did felt it. it. Felt they, it. Yep. The Kraken yeah. gave the Boston Bruins their first loss in regulation in 2022. Shut out. And they went six and zero on the road trip, a hard road trip. I'm telling you, man, you got to start paying attention to this Kraken team. It's pretty impressive. So but you know what that means? Bruins what? for everything in their next game. Probably so, right? Yeah, puck line Bruins. Yeah, and it's. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. People got mad at me because I bet it for just the picks, and then they were like, "You were talking about it on 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 BVB like you were you know you were nervous because I was nervous." I mean, I was definitely nervous. I looked at the numbers, looked at the way it was being bet. I looked at the fact that it was even money. I mean, it was a flyer bet because the Bruins are a bet on puck line until further notice. But the right. Kraken are now 26 and 14, sorry, 15 against the spread. 26 and 15 is ridiculous. And on the road, they're what, 14, 4 and 2? Straight up now? 15, 4 and 2? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I thought it was 14. I mean, that's Eight. the best team in. The league on the road. So Cal DJ coming in hot, cracking, going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Whoa. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Let me ask you. That's the what? next question. What? They're 35 to one to win it all. 16 to one to win the West. Should get in the playoffs with a 35 to one ticket, baby. It ain't a bad play. I mean, you kind of, you know, could have got it higher, but so what? It's still good. If you think they're going to make the playoffs, you should make both of those plays. Because in the NHL, the bottom team has won the Stanley Cup. The last team in has won the Stanley Cup many times. It's not just the exception. Once you get into hockey, man, it's a different game. It's the best game. It's the best postseason. Still. So uh, fun. Yeah. Crack they can live. do it. They are live, they can, live. Look out. Live. Guys. Yeah. You, went, you went on the road. I mean, that's that's huge to me if you can win on the road. Right? There are By three the way, the Bruins games. play Saturday. Uh, at home against the Maple Leafs. Yep. Minus 150. And, then, and Monday against the Flyers. At home. Yeah. Hammer them both. Bruins. Three games in the NHL tonight all yep. have a six and a half total. Yep. How many of those games are going over? Two minimum. Two minimum. I think Mike Now, Hello. All of them. Edmonton, San Jose is a seven. Seven? Now. Jeez. They just, well, in all the places offshore, seven. Vegas, six and a half over 30, over 35, oh. over. Yeah, all over th at least 30. There's no more. Yeah. So the officers just said the hell with this seven under minus 20. Um, wow, Rainmaker's going to the game tonight. Lou is going to the Pens game. What nice. do we got? I think you got to play over in that game. 100%. 
I think you play over with the Penguins and the Jets. Winnipeg on the road is an over. Is an over. at home they're under, but on the road they're an over. Edmonton on a road's over. That's, that's automatic. That's that's over. That's that New San Jersey Jose. Anaheim game that I'm a little worried about, right? Yes, a little, but it's six and a half, still just to the over. Yeah. And Anaheim, I mean, <laughs> first period over. <laughs> Anaheim's <laughs> the best. They're the best team in hockey. Go ahead and hit them on the first period over. <laughs> so. That's what, that's, what, that's what I would do. Uh, Sports Grid, thank you. Have a phenomenal weekend. We will be back on Monday, same place, midnight Eastern time, 9 p.m. Pacific for BVB. Uh, okay. And let's go to Better to Book It. Boom. I have two. I have two oh. parlays. Two parlays to give you. Oh, you and these parlays. Well, we hit a couple this week, so we're good. Yep, yep, yep. Still up on them. Jets, Penguins, Devils, Ducks, Oilers, Sharks, first period, one and a half over all three is the first part. Okay. Spurs plus eight and a half because the first, the hockey's only a plus three, 10 parlay. So it doesn't qualify for me. So I got to add a fourth leg. Spurs okay. plus eight and a half is a plus 722 parlay. Seven to one return. It ain't bad. I got burned bad, last night. I got, I had the, I had one game, the Vancouver game, Vancouver. First period overs, Vancouver, Vancouver, bang, bang, bang. Every time. Got burned on St. Louis and Calgary. That game was oh. low, 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 low score. Because yeah. they played the second time. I you think you have a shot, a legitimate shot to cash this ticket. A four-game parlay. Don't normally recommend parlays, but but that's uh that's 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 going three out of four minimum. Let me see what the extra because you can get eight and a half. Oh, it's back down. Fandle's back down to eight and a half. Now on the basketball uh, game, on basketball game. Yeah. 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 That's nine and a half. the peak. There's no, come on. It came right. came back down fat pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, let's see how expensive are they going to make this? Um, what's this? Curtis oh. T came in the chat. Are you messing yeah. with the gifts today? Nope. No gifts. No Go gifts today. Okay. Uh, I looked at it. I would say Edmonton. Yes. If you want to, if you want to bet, bet a gift. Yep. yep. I think Edmonton is a decent play Yeah. on that. Uh, Winnipeg then, usually, I mean, the Penguins give up the first goal. I feel like at home, like three quarters of the time, they'll probably be trailing <laughs> in the game, one nothing. <laughs> so do that. And then one more. If we did uh, uh, that parlay at FanDuel at the moment is a same plus seven thirty right now. Okay, so it's it's pretty much on point right now. You can get this parlay right now for those three games, first period overs for all three games in the hot in hockey tonight, and Spurs and. The Warriors plus okay. eight and a half. And then here it is. I have a two unit bet 49ers, Bengals, Bills, minus 160. Money line parlay. I mean, you got to bet that. I, 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 this, the only one that I think can lose is the Bengals, and I don't think they're going to lose. I think they're not going to cover. I think that's going to be a tighter game, but, um, that wins. Is that, I mean, are you worried about that? I mean, you, you, you know, minus I'm not worried. I, I, just I, don't, need I, don't get, I just need the Niners and the Bills to win. Just need the Niners. And right. I just need those to win. And then you got an option. I, I have Niners because my, my card on the weekend, I already have Niners minus six and a half. Good. Bills will be there, obviously. So I think the Bills are winning easily. So I'm not worried about the Bills. Okay. So Niners win by seven. Now I'm, I'm got, I've got a unit in my po- my pocket from the Niners. Right. But the under with the Chargers and, the Jags okay. at 47 and a half, but the yeah. under on that. Yeah. And then I'll have the bills to win in the morning. 
And so I'll have hopefully two units in my pocket with a two unit parlay going in. So depending on where I am with the Bengals game, oh. I may take the points mm-hmm. with the, with the Ravens mm-hmm. or lay a unit at plus three eighty on the money line to cover guarantee it or just try to middle it and just take the points and see if right. the Ravens can keep it close, but a unit right. on that and then wind up up three units on the weekend. That sounds like a plan, son. That's my approach. That's my hope. I like Favorite it. thing about today is what? First of all, thank you, boys. Uh, and I didn't see Shelly in the chat. She probably couldn't wait. She probably had things to do. But don't thank her. you she, for... She, right. she had a life to go through. Yeah, exactly. No, don't say that about the well, brigade. No, I mean, people, life that's too, fine. Right? People had to do yeah. stuff. It's Friday. It's, you know, yeah. kids and family and all kind of stuff. But thank you for hanging around. But the, the, the reason for the delay was a um, gentleman named uh, Lou D was... He's the director of trading at Betfred. Very nice. Was in the office today. You know, he couldn't make it to the office yesterday. He was doing some stuff, but he was there today and we texted in the morning and he said, yeah, come by, you know, around 10, whatever. And I was like, oh, got the show. Texted you, texted Ferris. I got a meeting. I got to go do. Sat with a gentleman who's 75 years old and has been in this business for 50 years. Wow. 50 years in this business, in this town. He's talking about places that if you Google the dunes, if you Google the Rose Bowl sports book, they named them after stadiums and they named them after horse tracks. There was a place called Del Mar. There was a place called Santa Anita. These were, they looked like circle case. (laughs) They were standalone joints, not connected to a hotel. Wow. If the walls could talk in those places, you wouldn't believe it. Do they had like, are we talking like the chalkboard days? Yes. When you're right, you're writing the number on the chalkboard yes. and then running across the street with the bank of phones, the bank of phones, it's phenomenal. they paid guys to block the phones so the other guys could get to the phones. Cause nobody could get a line unless they were getting it out of Vegas. There were guys that made lines back in places but if you go watch the movie Casino at the beginning. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The guy writing when, on the chalkboard there in that right? scene. Yes. His name is Larry. Hey. Larry and I worked together in Curacao. Unbelievable. Lucky Larry is his name. And when Shut I up. write the book, <laughs> I will tell the story. But Lucky, Lucky Larry, Larry came down to Curacao and was my roommate for a few months. Those few months changed my life. I will save that for the book. But I got to share some stories with Lou D today, Lou D'Amico. It was an absolute pleasure. And hearing the stories of things that I didn't even know today with a gentleman who's 75, seen it and done it all. Caesars twice, downtown at the plaza, out to the M, and now watching the legalization of it go elsewhere. You can't even imagine. And it was a reminder to take the time Mm. with some elders and just listen and let them talk because the joy of being able to tell the stories and have survived the battles. It's like just two, two guys just talking was an absolute pleasure. We told the stories and, you know, they're like they're like old fishermen stories. 
They get better with time. And I said, Lou, we got to get something done. And I left it at that. So that was my favorite thing about today so far today. Uh, my favorite thing about today was from yesterday, but I wanted to make sure everything was going to be okay. So I didn't talk about it yesterday. I wanted to save it for Roll Call Friday for today. You and Farah both met AC and Christy. Yes. In Los Angeles. Well, they yes. have moved to yes. Chicago. Yes. And yesterday they welcomed in their first baby boy. Whoa! To the world. No! So he has joined the ranks of being a dad. Holy and uh, it's really cool. He Holy becomes crap. just my uh, third friend that I know who I've been close with for years to be a dad. Oh my. And so it's really neat to see, you know, him and Christy and, and just their excitement and everything that they got going on. Name baby boy. Um, they, I'm leaving that kind of, okay. I, I, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're like, they that's asked fine. not to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fine. That's um, fine. Okay. They, it's all a, good though. Everything, good? all good. Everything's good. Everybody you know, everything's, healthy. Oh, God, everything's healthy. Everything, everything's all, yeah. everything's all good with it. And it's yeah. been a, uh, it's going to change his life. <laughs> he texted me and said, it's a lot. <laughs> and he's, I'm like, you're 24 hours in. He it's a lot started yet. Well, in the first 24, you know that your first one, 24 hours in you're, you're drinking out of a fire hose. Like you, you're having a tough time. Your that nurse you're leaves the room and says, all right, let me know if you need anything. And you're, you're sitting there holding this kid. Like what, what, the, but, but, what, how, and I was like, and it's so funny. Cause you don't, until you get re retrospective about it, you don't realize that change, that thing that happens to your brain, that like everything in the world looks differently. Like some, somebody, Ooh. God, the universe, whatever, takes a pair of glasses and they, they go, here you go. And, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm looking at things totally differently now. Somebody just gave me this decoder ring and now everything is totally like not the same. And you can't, unless you've had the experience, you cannot explain it because people who are 25 right now who are listening to this and saying, shut the fuck up, old man. What are you talking about? Just a exactly kid. what they're saying. Sorry. Until you do it. And when you do it, cause I was that 25 year old kid saying, shut up. I'm not going to change. It's fine. It's a kid. I grew up with kids, my brothers and sisters. I'm all good. Yeah. When it's yeah. your own, it's a whole new world. You don't understand awesome. the flip, the flip and the switch. So congratulations to those two and stay warm. Having a newborn baby in Chicago in the month of January is going to be tight. <laughs> That's not good. Got to get a lot of gear. Got to get a lot of cold stuff. All I all I can say is I never really had to deal with Madeline in snowsuits because we got it. But before she turned one, we had moved to Texas. Can't imagine what getting in and out of a car seat with a kid that looks like a state pup marshmallow <laughs> is going to be like. Well, no part of it. <laughs> no part of it whatsoever. <laughs> Folks, thank you for being here. Sorry we're late. Have a phenomenal weekend. We're back on Monday. We have a lot more to talk about coming Monday after a wildcard weekend. Bucks and the boys. Monday. Dave, Matt, talk to you tomorrow. Or Monday. <laughs> <laughs>